koinonia, a place of encounter with the Holy Spirit and transformation by the principles of God's kingdom. in this place are you praying lift your voice pray in the spirit just focus on jesus tonight even as you pray Pray everywhere, inside, outside, pray online. Bless him in the spirit, speak in other tongues. Aratosh kalabrande kabaratos kabredishelibas. Kila baruta shabadiya dabala. Inde la baruta siya dabala dabala dabala. Kira baratos kabaruta shalabarutiya dabala. Sila barush shamananda katabarada katabala dabos. Samaratus Imbrakata barus kabaru shabaru sateta shikatala katu brandege de baladaba Zigeratu shabarandi rakatush kalabradia Imbrakata parata baladaba Pray in the spirit Shimana sadabalakata bradege de beledeboko sobrendege telekata Shalabaradaba kaprosa de baladaba runda sadabalakata bradege diash Kapara kata barende kete peleke toko sodobra Shekete parasa de balakatambra da kata balakatush Lekete pretes habarada balada bakata pretege de belekatush alabanda Rakata bababa Imprete kaparuta shabradiga da balada ba Haru sababa shana malakata prendege de balada bus Shite balada balada bakata prendege de balada bus Embra kata barra kata baruta sada bradegete balada bakariata kata frende sada bakash shekete kete 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 shekete kete 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 para kata barra takutush separando sada barra kata parianda kata bradegedesh embra kata barra kata bradegete balakata bradeges kamadash lakata parus kamadada shanda lakata bradegete balakata make sure you are praying the spirit is always willing. The Spirit is always willing. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are still going to pray. And I'd like you to pray from the depth of your heart. Father, everything that will cover my hearing and my seeing tonight, I tear it off my life. Lift your voice and pray. Please lift your voice. Pray seriously. Pray seriously. every flesh that will cover my eyes and cover my ears tonight i reject it are you praying i'm in a season where i must rise in the spirit i must rise in destiny i put pressure on myself for the sake of my destiny is someone praying for the sake of your destiny? Is someone praying for the sake of your generation? Give yourself wholly to them. Give yourself wholly to them. That thy profiting may appear unto all. That thy profiting may appear. I put myself under pressure tonight for the sake of my destiny, for the sake of superior levels in the spirit. Pray. Yes, you must open. You must hear eyes you must see in the name of Jesus Christ keep praying don't stop don't look around pray focus on Jesus and pray Tonight my eyes see and my ears hear. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. 
Affect my life, breathe on me. Lord, I look to you for life. Affect my life, breathe on me. I look to you for life. Affect my life, breathe on me. Lord, I look to you for life. Affect my life, breathe on me. I look to you for life. Affect my life. Breathe on me. Change my life. Breathe on me. Lift my life. Breathe on me. Lord, I look to you for life. Change my life. Breathe on me. Heal my life. Breathe on me. Restore my life, breathe on me. I look to you for life. Lift my life, breathe on me. Bless my life, breathe on me. Change my life, breathe on me. Shalabarande salakata brahaska de in the lekete branza sasiata kata brada gade balada katush. Pray, part of the meeting. Alabarakata brada gade gade bakata. Shalabarakatush. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life. Let this not be another meeting. Change my life, oh God. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life. Pray for your life, not your finances. Not your ministry, not your business. Focus on your life. Change my life. Change my life. Tonight is about me, it's about my life. Leave your challenges. If you are not there, your challenges will not be there. Pray for yourself. This is about my life. Embracata paracato catabacata, Shekete parusca mariata, Embracata paracata bracata lecata pratic, Secatele cotos sabraniata balaya. Change my life, change my life. Shalabarakata paratus. 
Aleluya. Listen. Listen to me, please. Please listen. Many times we focus on the things we want changed, not knowing that the troubles came because you were there. No dead man has trouble. No dead man needs finances. No dead man needs breakthrough. No dead man needs speed. Delay comes because you are there. Speed is needed because you are there. Everything is required because you are there. We focus on everything we want change and forget about ourselves. One of the primary assignments of prayer, listen, is not to petition God to meet needs. It's not even an instrument of warfare to ward off the power of darkness. It's not just a spiritual system of legislature. One of the major assignments of prayer, and this is where many believers continue to miss it, prayer was originally designed to change you. Let me show you a scripture. Luke chapter, keep standing. Luke chapter 9. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, please. Be sensitive tonight. Luke chapter 9. From verse 29. Everybody read. One, two, read. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white glistening. He prayed and nothing around him changed. It was him that changed. When he prayed, his countenance changed, his raiment changed. You can change yourself in prayer. Did you hear what I said? You can change like, a, how many of you have seen a snake molting? It's a system by which they grow, they expand, they come out of their former self into a new self. So when you see that snake, the, 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 the former self, the, the shell of it that is left, is the former one. You can pray yourself into a newer version of yourself. You can pray yourself into a wiser version of yourself. You can, let me tell you this, prayer is not the only key, but whenever prayer is not the key, it becomes the hand that holds the key. If prayer is not the key, then it is the hand that holds the key to the door. Everything plus prayer increases you. Knowledge plus prayer increases you. Grace plus prayer increases you. Are we together? And as he prayed, it didn't say his situation changed. No. It didn't say as he prayed, those, there were times that he prayed and people from a distance were blessed but this time around as he prayed he was the one changing we're going to see pray a few minutes this prayer is not for my father this prayer is not for my bank account this prayer is not oh god take darkness out of my life this prayer is change me this is not the best fashion of me this is not the best it's, it's like an it's like an incubation room Bring something out of my prayer life, oh God, that is not what went in. Is someone praying? Lift your voice, pray. 
You are praying to be changed. You are not praying for things to change. You are praying to be changed. Prakatosha la brandege de balakush. Brandege paruta salabaka rakatosha dagadia. Salabrandi garikatosha. Pradakala prakatosha gede belegata. Shaka paruka te brandege te balakata. Fix your eyes on Jesus and pray. They looked unto him and their faces were lightened. Do not say I'm tired. Do not say I'm weak. That's a lie of the devil. Do not say I can't pray. You pray for your destiny by praying for yourself. You change things by changing. Take this weak version of myself to a strong version, oh God. Take this weak version of myself, this weak version of a man of God, this weak version of a woman, this weak version of an entrepreneur, this weak version of a career person. Let it be replaced by a strong one. There is power in prayer. Pray yourself to strength. Pray your way to authority. Pray your way to power in the spirit. Pray your way to strength. But the people that do know their God, they shall be strong. Pray your way to faith. Shekete bro samara katari katos. Embra katote keneke teke neke teke teke neke ta. Shabrandos kamara katos Thy profiting may appear unto all. That thy profiting may appear unto all. That thy profiting may appear unto all. Your profiting will never, never, never appear unto all by default. You must pray your way to results. Pray your way to real power. Pray your way to strength. Pray your way to real anointing. Pray out weakness from your life. 
pray out fear from your life.
Hallelujah. Please listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. Greatness is what you attract to your life by reason of what you are becoming. More than by reason of what you have. Your results are a reflection of the transitions happening in your life or otherwise it is cheaper to change yourself than to change things because when you change things must change everything in your life is a statement to your destiny this is where you are in the spirit this is where you are in knowledge this is where you are in destiny instead of shifting things one by one shift yourself and everything will rise to follow you you truly change things by changing you don't change things it's harder to change things one by one everything you draw to your life is a reflection of what version of you when you change your results change when you change, even the operation of the spirit over your life changes. He does not relate with everybody the same way at every dimension. No. Hallelujah. It's important we pray. The biblical way to deal with weakness is to pray. You pray out a weak version of yourself. If you fail in the day of battle, he say your strength is small. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. God bless you. Be seated and be sensitive. Please play the strings for me. Mighty God, give you praise. Good evening, everybody. It's my goal and my prayer and my desire 
that every service becomes an experience for someone's life an experience for someone's destiny we've been doing this for many years but we will never take for granted the opportunity that God gives for our growth and our transition every service is prepared intentionally not only to bless not just to honor the continuity of a ministry's program but it's an opportunity for the holy spirit to come once again and to change our lives and among the things we must rebuke is familiarity you must rebuke familiarity i know how god works i know how god moves i know somebody is about to shout i know somebody will roll as usual this is what you expect in koinonia that familiarity will turn you from a partaker to a spectator you can be in a place be a witness a spectator and not a partaker it takes more than just looking around to be a partaker it takes a heart connection an awareness that one moment in god's presence effectively maximized can turn a man's life around people say one word from god can change a man no one word from god does not change a man one word from god received understood and engaged is what will change a man one word from god to change a man is deception the devil has never been afraid of the word of god when the sower sowed it was satan himself that came and carried the seed one word received with meekness the bible says the engrafted word praise the lord I came tonight with a very serious burden um, and many times when the Lord wants you to teach teachings that are very very seasonal and very called for especially as the times demand he will bring them not as sermons he will bring them as burdens it will be a strong burden upon your spirit that will refuse to leave praise the Lord and um i've been focusing a lot especially about what i just talked about the power of changing things by changing the power of growing to superior realms of results by being the one to grow i think that sometimes we pay so much attention on the things around us we desire changed that we forget that those things are there because of us that means that if i refuse to transit in life no matter what i try to move it will come down back to my level are we together now there are many things you would not need to pray for if you pray for yourself let me repeat there are many things you would not need to pray for if you pray on and for yourself that means if you become the project of the growth there are many things you may not need to pray for again it's true in praying for yourself you will find out 
that you are praying for many other things your prayer life and indeed your destiny will be hard if you focus on any other thing outside yourself pay attention to yourself the development your transition and then you will find out that in doing so you are automatically influencing every result you desire let me repeat what i said earlier on while we we're praying that greatness and success is what you attract to yourself not what you pursue what you attract to yourself by reason of who you are becoming if i'm still the person yesterday today then i do not deserve to get any result different from that which i had yesterday the results you seek cannot come to this version of you they are to come but not this version of you the anointing that you seek cannot come upon this version of you the prosperity you seek cannot enter into the pocket of this version of you so many times the power of restraint is not always demonic it is god waiting for the version of you that matches that result please listen and learn and grow this is spiritual intelligence not every restraint is an attack from satan not every restraint is proof that there is something demonic many times it can be god waiting for the version of you that is fit it is not because god cannot take the members from hundred to ten thousand it is not because god cannot take your finances from 500 to 10 million it is not because god cannot take your grace from this level to that level but it cannot come on this version of you the bible says you cannot put new wine in an old wine skin they are all called wine skins the difference is old and new you are still called a human being but the difference is the old version and the new version you are still called a man of god but the man of god before and the new man of god ah jesus said why seekest ye the dead among the living there was a version of me that lied lifeless you saw that version on the ground but it's no longer in the grave a version of me has arisen in the glory of the father not the one that walked the earth now without blood a version of me that lives by another life i learned this in my life and as a person i stopped wasting my time to change things it is hard to change things do you know how many things in your life you have to change if you pursue them one by one think how hard it is to look for good friends think how hard it is to look for quality connections and relationships think how hard it is to look for information every level already has the systems and the provisions waiting the cheapest way listen it is harder for me to try to reach to something higher than me to bring it down to my level it is wiser to grow to that level where it no longer becomes difficult remember if you watch a child growing up like one of these are little ones they try to reach for something and you see the difficulty they can fall many times it is cheaper sometimes they can try 
and stand upon something that can throw them and then pick what they want. But an adult who has grown just comes and he can look from that height and without pressure pick. The things that are hard today are not hard. It is your level that defines them so. If you grow, you will find out that they are not so. The finances that looks like a monster of a realm. Lord, when will I go out of this? It's only the old version of you is looking at the destiny that only the new version of you can enter. So it looks hard. Spiritually, Lord, is it possible that I can step into this? How will I start seeing visions? What does it look like to see a vision? Will I be in myself? Will I fall down? Is it that I'm dying? Those are unnecessary questions. Just grow. When you grow and enter those realms by experience, you will have those answers. There are many things about your biological life you did not need to ask. It's a burden to ask every question. What happens to me when I'm a teenager? What happens when I'm 13? Give me a detailed information of what will happen when I'm 14 years. It's unnecessary. Just grow. As you grow many times, you will find out that you didn't even consciously pay attention to those transitions. Let me ask you a question. Do you know where your clothes of 10 years were? Do you know where they are now? Can you remember giving them out? No. Can you remember burning them up? No. Can you remember packing them to keep somewhere? No. They left for these ones to come. He said, mystery you don't understand. Remember where your first phone is? Remember you didn't throw it. Remember you didn't sell it. Remember you didn't sew it. But where is it? Many times we don't know the things around us are living things too. They are governed by laws. They live quietly and we do not know. May the Lord give us understanding. That the things that we call dead are not dead. They can hear and they can see. They are more obedient to the systems of God than us. Are we together? I never had to tell anybody, stop giving me this kind of honorarium. Stop tearing 2A and rolling 500 naira inside and chucking it in my pocket as a bribe. That would be stupid and arrogant. The key is to grow. When you grow, a law prohibits individuals from approaching you that way. Are we together? So many times when you look at the things around you and you don't like them, they were not designed to live. They were designed to be the reality of anybody in that realm. If you don't like them, move to the realm where there are realities that match your desire. Please listen to me. This will give us intelligence. There are many prayers we pray that are, it's just the mercy of God that answers them. They are not wise prayers. They are prayers that are a reflection of spiritual ignorance. Many times the prayer is not take this away from me. Many times the prayer is take me out of this realm. The realities are fixed. They are there. An heir, as long as he's a child, he says, differeth not from a slave, though he be lord of all. He says, but he's under tutors and governors. 
that means that when you find out there are tutors and governors around the issue is not to drive them away the issue is to grow out of childhood and you may not need them again praise the lord yes another analogy and then i'll begin to teach on what i have tonight there are many primary schools i believe they still do it where the junior students in that primary school wear short trousers is that correct and then when they get to a particular level they start to wear long trousers now imagine someone in say primary two goes to the teacher and say look i'm tall is something that came genetically and because of that it may not look good on me to wear a short trouser the rules will not change because of you but when you change you change the rules you don't change the rules by changing the rules you change the rules by leaving the realm where those rules apply all rules don't apply the same at every level it is true are we together so we seek to transit by the spirit to realms where certain things no longer hold listen to me look up please look up you're writing but look up if you do not pay attention to what i'm saying this is what will happen to you everybody speaks from the reality that his transition has captured so many times when you hear people speak you will interpret their speakings from your realm and based on your realm it looks untrue with all humility if in 24 hours nobody favors me is proof something is wrong at this level you see that yes the level god has brought me makes it is either an attack or something about my life 24 hours cannot happen without someone favoring me this is the reality at this level are we together now yes once upon a time if i'm not favored in a year i'll have to be patient for one year to know whether it's an attack or not at the end of that year i say no this year it, it was not like that and then you pray and then you rise to a realm where it becomes a month you rise to a realm where it becomes a week if nobody calls my phone in 24 hours seeking for help something is wrong i will go for a retreat 24 hours i wake up every day without fail with text messages of people needing the grace of god upon my life once upon a time i think something happened to my phone and there was no network i got up in the morning and flipped my phone and it was empty i said this is something is wrong something has to be wrong in five hours my phone did not ring nobody sent a text something is wrong i off the phone and put it back and there the text i said this is it because that result did not look like my realm now listen please listen to what i'm teaching you there are levels where if you pray for one hour you must punish yourself hello this is not religion you truly must punish yourself because the demand on your life the daily servicing of your altar one hour is too small if you don't meet that target you must punish yourself by an extended prayer time someday why because before you finish thanking god for what he has done 
the time should have gone what god has done is to before you start listening and say lord let me name my blessings thank you because the other day they didn't kill my member somewhere thank you oh god because the wicked did not get a reason to laugh one hour is already covered there are people who don't have much to say thank you for thank you lord because i'm alive thank you because even though my father is alive lord here are my needs but there are things god has done to you in some realms it is wicked to use 10 minutes to say thank you now the time someone is interceding is your thanksgiving time you use that one hour to roll on the ground and say thank you sometimes you use 15 minutes to just keep quiet and let your tears say thank you before you start talking that's why i'm telling you praying for one hour in certain realms is not talking in tongues for one hour there are activities in some realms that is only intercession and warfare what and what intercession and warfare because of the seriousness of where you are but there are realms that god has given you some level of victory intercession will be after a prolonged period of cry and thanksgiving so two people go to pray come two people go to pray they represent different realms one person enters and says, Father, I give you thanks. You are the lion of the tribe of Judah. This is the day or the night, whatever time of the day that the Lord has made. I rejoice. I give thanks. Shut up. And straight you go into, Lord, these are my petitions. Help me. Oh, this is plenty. The list is increasing. Lord, help me. At the point you start praying, you start lamenting. You are right at that realm. You will find out that the person you went to pray with, you will think he cannot pray. This is what you will be doing. Thank you, Jesus father i glorify you he's praying oh you are merciful you are merciful you are merciful and a song is playing lord you are merciful and you are there praying and getting angry i say this guy doesn't know what he's doing you are not at the same realm listen carefully listen carefully listen that person is taking out time later on you are exhausted you are thirsty you are tired you don't even know you have been praying amiss all around. He knows you are praying amiss. He's not correcting you because there is a provision of God's mercy that whoever is at that realm, God should ignore his mistakes and answer him. So you find out that you are praying a lot of nonsense at that realm and you receive supernatural answers. They are not a proof that you are correct. The person standing here already knows. You didn't enter his gates with thanksgiving. You didn't even get to his court. You are shouting around the gate. But God came out and helped you. That is not how he helps men. He just came to help you. Now watch this. This is, if you understand, you will now get what I'm telling you. That your prayer life, imagine that two of you come. You, you truly, with, without, without a sense of pride, two of you cannot be prayer partners. It's not like you can pray together, but you can't be prayer partners. You can only be prayer partners corporately and to round up, maybe belong to the same group. Because this guy is already, he brings out his piece of paper and there's nothing to bring out. You tell him, all right, pray. And you lie down flat only to stand up after two hours. You are not sleeping, no? It's part of the prayer time. And the guy says, God, bros, I'm tired. I'll finish. I need to go. I'll come back later. And he says, okay, God bless you. There are certain realms where you cannot pray with people. There are things God will do and tell you that requires you alone with him.
So when people are there, he will relate with you in a way and manner that is general. And you have to remain behind because you know you and God have not talked yet. People are there and you are praying generally. Oh Lord, thank you for everything. Okay, may God bless you, sir. We are going to sleep and you tell them go. And then immediately you go. The atmosphere changes. The Holy Spirit now comes as one adorned for that realm. There are ways he cannot relate. The, the weirdness of his operation at that realm cannot be understood by people. Because sometimes as soon as he comes there, you will do things that don't make sense. You will walk alone and fall down and that's it. You are in a vision. And for the next 30 minutes you are there. Do you think that person will leave you alone? He will wake you and shift you till your spirit cannot return back to your body again. So he will allow them go. You don't covet a man's prayer dimension by saying, let that dimension come and meet me. No. You don't have enough testimonies to pray that kind of prayer. You've not gone through enough pain to know what a man will be doing for three hours. Everything in your life is prayed for by everybody. You don't know what it means to be attacked. What commission have you been given? What assignment? What, what is the devil going to attack you for? It's just general attacks here and there just to bring down your spiritual life. Nothing serious. So you can stroll around for 10 minutes and go. But there are certain burdens that when, when they are on your head, the time it takes me to pray for one department alone in Koinonia will surprise you. There are, when you know, see, listen, the weight on your head determines how you walk. If you are carrying a cup on your head, you can even leave it and walk around. If you are carrying a headpan, you can walk around. If you are carrying a destiny, the walk is so slippery, God must lead you on how to walk. This is what people do not understand. So this thing people generally call prayer is many things at many realms. That's why you see me encourage people. I... As I began to grow in the things of God, I found out that I cannot pray comfortably in the daytime. My life at this level will not allow me to maximize prayer. The distraction that will come from my phone ringing, I don't off my phone. Whether I'm on pulpit or my phone is, if my phone is off, I'm either taking a flight or maybe something is done. You see that? I charge my phone an average of twice every day. I have to because of you. Do you know living is not general? The concept of living is dimensional. Listen to me. That means when you are tired of certain things, certain experiences around you, someone else is coming into that dimension. So you are not going to say, Lord, take away those things. Your job is to rise to the next dimension. Are we together now? Once upon a time, I remember those days, if there were 30 people and I was going to minister to them, I would have to lay hands on everybody one by one. It was very exhausting. And I said, God, there has to be a better way. Once upon a time, if God is talking to me and I see in the spirit that God wants to touch you, 
I will have to walk to you to touch you for that word to come to pass. That was, it was not what God could do. It was what my renewal and my alignment at that level could allow him to do. And I knew that if I continue that way, what if I have 30 minutes to preach and God wants to touch 500 people? I follow them one by one, touch somebody in overflow three, come back, touch this. How do you touch the people online? And then I said, God, there has to be a way. And he said, of course, there is a way. For I am a man under authority. And I say to one, go, and he goeth. That your words can become you. You don't have to move. Your presence can be poured into your words. You can send it on errand. Backed up by the anointing of the spirit. And it will produce the same effect. And I said, okay, God, what does it take? Let's go. If you are interested. Now, when you rise to that realm, you will see it. And then sometimes a new believer will sit down and be wondering, wow, how does this thing happen? If the Holy Spirit shows me that he wants to touch someone in overflow three now, you see, all I need to do is not just to speak it or say it. You see that? You agree with God. It looks simple until you are taught what really happens. You come and collect the mic and talk. I will tell you when God wants to touch somebody, your job is to just say it. And you will be very surprised to see as if God doesn't love you. So most of this prayer, Lord, why did you disgrace me? I went to this meeting expecting the result of a realm. You went to the meeting with the expectation of a realm you have not entered. Because you saw somebody and you said, no, Abba, this must happen. Are we together? There are people who carry graces. As soon as they sit down and begin to talk, something about the realm and the dimension of God that they walk in will force you to pay attention. They don't have to say, keep quiet. No. There are realms where they say, oh yeah, keep quiet now. Praise God, everybody, listen. But there are realms where there are other provisions some spiritual arsenals have been provided that compel men to hear you. So you can see two men of God operating. Everybody's bringing his possibilities. Are we together? Yes. To believe that everybody is just generically carrying eternal life, carrying the Holy Spirit, you are right, but you are wrong. People come with their realms and the possibilities that come with those realms. Listen to me. And that means that if and when you are tired of what you are seeing and you do not like it, the Bible says, who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? There is a hill. There is a level where you can rise to. Elijah was sitting uphill and he was able to see those who were coming. And he called down fire on them. He was sitting at an altitude physically but that can also be symbolic of an altitude in the spirit papa Ia deboe can just come and stand on this pulpit and just say thank you and speak and say let me bless you i declare that before the end of this week you will be favored now he's speaking from a realm you will say amen 
it may not sound charismatic it may not sound apostolic nobody falls nobody rises but the nature of the spiritual provision that follows his grace will insist that that word comes to pass not because you believe it for the sake of the position he represents to the body so you see him not say well do you have there are realms where you say have faith press i'm sensing unbelief you are stopping this thing from happening truly there are dimensions where god does a thing not just for his namesake he does it to honor the covenant he has with the vessels it's true that's why you can find somebody will come under a ministry and way before he starts learning how to tight he will start receiving results of a tighter breakthrough open doors and when you meet him and say you are so successful teach me about success it will be the worst 30 minutes of your life he will vent ignorance from a to z and say why are you succeeding he said, well i don't know and truly he's right he doesn't know and if he makes a mistake to go out of that covering in one week everything will dry because that thing will come his results will come back to look like his true realm do you believe what i'm sharing with you yes the animals did not want to be saved they didn't know how to be saved but they came under the covering of noah's ark it was built with food inside to sustain them the animals would come out after the flood like heroes but where they left alone they would die there are dimensions in the spirit and there are realities that means that if i want you to move to another dimension of results then i must be able to guide you on the principles that will transit you from where you are to where you need to be there are destinies that no matter how you pray and fast at that level there are certain levels of the blessings of the lord that may never be made manifest your capacity at that level will not allow god bless you there is no need for that level of blessing at that level are we together there are things you must be taught that means every time come look up please that means every time the word of god is coming to you it's not only edifying you listen very carefully it's not only informing you it's transiting you that means a possibility exists that you came here koinonia at a realm and by the time we're sharing the grace you think because you wore the same clothes you are the same person going out immediately you step out you will find out that the reality that followed you here is not the reality that went out with you many of you especially men of god come here and you just sit for one meeting and at the end of it sometimes you don't even get to see me and you are prayed for and that's it all you need to do is go back to your church or your fellowship and the first surprise is when you open your bible ah, ah, what is this again then you stand to pray and it will surprise you let me tell you another thing that will surprise you your worship team members that didn't follow you will start singing and you will think this is koinonia worship team you took something more than you back to your meeting are you seeing that 
Remember, you didn't call them to tell them, look, this is where I went to. This is the grace I carried. You went quietly. But the nature of that grace is like a software. It starts reprogramming everything around you to reflect the level you have now entered. All of a sudden, you find out that if you are someone who were not excellent, for instance, and you contacted that grace for excellence, you come back with it. You don't have to start teaching first. You will find out that in a span of two months, exceptionally excellent people will start coming to your platforms. They were called. There is a grace that calls them. They don't hear you because you are not yet at the level where they hear. There are ministries that no matter what branch you open, even if they open the branch close to a mosque, they must have excellent people. It's not like they bring people from the headquarters. The grace was designed to ransack the city and look for those who must make the anointing that is upon that level to walk, to come. There are cities where people hardly get land for church and for certain things. But there are ministries that enter with some graces. As soon as they enter, there must be vacancy. Suddenly somebody gets visa and is going abroad and he leaves his house. And they demolish that house and it becomes a church. The pressure that that grace puts on a territory until there are results. Please listen to what I'm telling you. That means there is a grace you can carry that when you stand somewhere, it becomes impossible for people to ignore you. It's not you. You have risen to a level. That grace will begin to compel. It will orchestrate a scenario that must bring you out. No matter where you hide, something must happen. To the point that if God, if it's a grace at that level, God has mandated that at that level, any time you go, you must be seen and his grace must be acknowledged. So you are humble. And because you are in that place, God, that anointing can make somebody who has no business coming there, who knows you, to come there so that he can announce you and then leave. The grace on your life. There are dimensions of favor that you can enter into. Huh? That even if it's on a Saturday night, you speak over people, they must be blessed. Even if it's Sunday during service. It's true. It's true. There are graces. Please listen to me. There are dimensions you get to in the spirit. That when you make certain spiritual utterances and say God said, even if it's not God that said it, because of the realm you occupy, he will honor what you have said and rebuke you when you go back. Are we together? That means it is possible for a man of God, a prophet, to come and see, learn this, a prophet can come and see that Sheun is supposed to be blessed October. That's what the revelation gave and is accurate. But I can come with a dimension. Listen carefully. Until a higher dimension comes, the highest grace that spoke is what works. But when a higher grace comes, I can make that October become tomorrow. I'm not a prophet. 
I came with a realm of intimacy and a covenant that I have with God. And I can look at him and say, my friend, um, something fell down and you gave me. Look at this. I bless you by tomorrow. And God will take what... It doesn't mean the prophet lied. It is the implication of the realm that was introduced. Believers hear this and grow. So if you don't understand, you may go back and say, fake prophet, you prophesied nonsense. No, the prophet himself, even that office is in levels. A prophet in this realm is not greater than a Christian in this realm. The realm which is a reflection of his work with God must bow. Listen, the office that that man has as powerful as it is, there is a realm of intimacy you can have with God that equals that office. You are not a prophet, but the level of dealing you have gotten with, your result is the same result a prophet will get. So when you stand side by side by, with a prophet, they will call two of you prophets. You are not a prophet. You have only transited to a realm where there is no difference between you and the result of a prophet or an apostle. These are deep mysteries in the kingdom that many people do not understand. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's powerful. That means if you truly want to be a blessing, more than office, more than titles, seek to be transitioned to a deep dimension of work with the Holy Spirit where there are results you will command that it looks like you are getting results from every office. A point will come, your members will not even know who you are. They say, this guy is a prophet, but are you really a prophet? This guy is an evangelist, but you are prophesying more than a prophet. And you say you are an evangelist. You say, God told me I'm an evangelist. You started as an evangelist. Your intimacy took you to the realm where only prophets should get to and took you to a realm higher than that dimension. That means it is possible for a man of God you offend to curse you in anger. And truly it will happen. But a man of God will come who is not a prophet, not an apostle, not anything. But in a dimension of grace, he has been given the power. He will nullify that thing and say it is true. Based on this course, you should die tomorrow. But I hold your hands. God, look at him for my sake. Let it go. It's true. I'm looking for the best way I will help you understand this thing tonight. These are the dimensions that are at work in us. That certain things can happen to people because certain people are there. Are we together? Yes. All of these things you see are provisions that God put in place to ensure that the body continues to grow and that we continue to receive results. You can't believe that I've not even touched my message tonight. I just came with a hunger and a burden. Let's see what I can touch. 
I took the A part of what I want to share last week. Responding to the situation that we have that is widespread now. People getting frustrated as to whether the word of God produces results or not. Many of you have seen the rate of suicide and the rate of not armed robbery, not Boko Haram. These are people killing themselves now. A man leaves his family and then they are called that he died. Left a note, I'm tired of life and that's it. And young people also killing themselves. And those who are alive, it's almost as if they are dead already. Depression. Teenagers having depression. Young people having high blood pressure. All kinds of health-related issues. There is an answer. I attempted to answer that question last week. Was it or the week before last? That the reason, the first reason that we looked at was because of the nature and the kind of mentorship and teaching. Are we together? I stated that people have been taught that the value of their life is in the abundance of the physical things they get. And so by the time you find out that you are unable to get a car and a house and a child and a husband and a wife and certain things at certain levels, self-inflicted frustration begins to come. Listen carefully. And as a result, people become depressed. You hear people saying, as old as I am, I, I don't have a child, or I don't have a wife, or I don't have a husband, or I don't have my own house. Can you imagine at this age, I'm still renting? Can you imagine this and that? Can you imagine at this age, I have only three girls, no boy, you know, and all of these kinds of things. And I told us that it is because, first, the kinds of teachings, please listen carefully. The kinds of teachings that we have taught people. We have taught people that spirituality, and in many circles, sadly, that spirituality is only measured in the acquisition of physical things. Are we together? So, by the time I have, by the time I have certain things for a prolonged period of time, maybe a house, a car, and all of that, I am perceived to not be growing spiritually. Are we together? Yes. Why do you still have this car after 10 years? Why are you still living here after 20 years? So that pressure to do things, to prove that the word is working. When our, our expectations continually become disappointed, then we are plunged into that state of depression. Are we together? But then tonight's teaching also is an attempt to bring balance to it. To help us understand it is important for us to get results and i want to talk um maybe just a few minutes our time is already spent on the fact that i believe that many people are unable to rise to the realms please listen the realms that will allow their lives reflect the faithfulness of god among many things because we have not learned thank you we have not learned that success is not something you pursue please say after me you do not pursue success you do not pursue greatness there is nobody who tries to pursue success 
or pursue greatness whether spiritually financially and otherwise that will ever have it it is not something you pursue please listen to me it is something that you draw it is attracted to your life on the strength of who you become and listen to me there are certain traits every blessed man every anointed man every influential man everyone that has been trusted with grace and influence will tell you listen there are a set of traits that individuals must possess you call it character you call it whatever it is there are belief systems say belief systems there are there are mindset conditionings that you must be able to have that will allow you to transit like i said earlier to the realms where these things effortlessly let me tell you this every time you struggle unnecessarily to get something stop immediately did you hear what i said every time you are struggling unnecessarily to get a thing stop immediately it may be proof that you have not acquired the spiritual the psychological and the spiritual maybe sometimes the intellectual stamina to bring that thing this is rainy season no farmer would go to the farm and have to labor so much to till the ground why because part of the provision of the rainy season is a system that softens the soil are we together now but if you try to till the ground by november december especially at this part of the country you're going to have a hard time so there are certain things we are trying to get is proof that although you are trying to reach out and it's running away from you is telling you something by running that you are not yet qualified for me so instead of running unnecessarily cut away and stay back and build the belief systems build the track record in the spirit that makes for that thing and i tell you whatever it is that left you will come to you and stick to you and refuse to go it is true for finances it is true for ministry it is true for leadership it is true for the anointing it is true for revelation it is true for anything i want to walk you through a few belief systems tonight maybe just two three and we'll pray since our time is gone that i believe is pivotal to our entering this new seasons that the lord has spoken to us about there are many of us who can sense in the spirit that i am at the edge i am i've exhausted my current level are we together now that financially spiritually and otherwise but let me limit it to our uh, the things that pertain unto life the things that matter to our life our upkeep our welfare and so on and so forth because that is what is causing the depression I don't think anyone will go and kill himself just because he doesn't know God. He would rather fast. He would rather pray. He would rather buy books. But when you are unable to pay the fees of your children, when you are unable to do well, when you are unable to take care of your parents and do all of that, the accumulated frustration can push you to a point. Do you know that in all fairness, I think in the last one or two weeks, I've gotten at least one text every day people just calling and saying apostle please you have to talk to me otherwise i've been sensing i've been hearing a voice say i should kill myself i'm good for nothing repeatedly from different regions and then i knew that this this is terrible 
hearing voices, getting frustrated, feeling my life cannot, you know, my life would not make sense. The, the latest of the suicide issues I got to hear was a man, a father who had a quarrel with his wife. This is a true story. Some of you may have heard it. A man who picked a quarrel with his wife and she took out time and blasted him and told him how irresponsible, how shameless, how disappointed she was in him, how sad she felt that she got married to him and told him, is it that his children were also disappointed? And the last they said was that the man went out. He just left and that was it. They thought he was kidnapped. They thought he was killed. They didn't see him for a few days. And they thought he was just, you know, men and their anger. Until police traced down and they found out that the man had died. And they traced that the death was suicide. Now, if you trace, I'm not talking against church. But if you trace, that man will have to be associated with a group, a church, a fellowship. Or some kind of spiritual platform. That means it is irresponsible for any man of God, any spiritual leader to not at least respond to these things. Listen, sociologically speaking, men of God are also mind control systems. Men of God are also agents of transformation. And much more than helping people to build their spiritual convictions, we must pay attention to make sure that when there is an there is a psychological epidemic within a territory it is wise for every responsible man of god who has a sizable influence over people to contribute in making the people stay in a position that will not allow satan to bring all of those kinds of predicaments are we together say i need results in my life it is true that results are not the basis of our confidence it is true that results are not the object, not the motivation behind our pursuit of God and our walk in the faith. However, as I have said, I will continue to say again that results, among other things, are a system of consolation. Results are proof that you are adhering to spiritual laws. Results are also proof in many regards that God is with you. Not all the time, but many times. Rabbi, we know that thou art a man sent from God. How do we know? For no man can do these things. So when God is with you, there are some things, there are some evidences, attestations of his presence that must be there. And the Lord put it in my heart and I know by experience and by the privilege of mentorship from exceptionally successful people in the faith life, financially and so on and so forth that there might be a few things we may be missing as believers or other things that we need to inculcate that can transit us to the levels that we seek to have the results that will make us at ease to know and believe that god is faithful are we together so i want to share with us a few things that just take note of it we'll just take three for the sake of time and then we'll pray tonight Hallelujah. The first belief system that I want us to learn tonight that helps us to be great and helps us to transit well, look up please, is that all truly great people do not derive their confidence and their self-worth from the things that are outside them. Please listen. All great people do not derive their self-worth 
from the abundance of the external things that they have. Cars, houses, certificates, achievements, as powerful as all these things are, no truly great man, especially in the kingdom, derives his self-worth from the abundance of these things. That means that when I buy a new shoe, when I buy a new cloth, then I feel more successful. When the cloth spoils, I feel less successful. That's a terrible way to live. Are we together now? The Bible, um, I think that should be, I hope it's, uh, what scripture now? Is it Luke chapter 12? It just came to my spirit. Let's look at it. Luke chapter 12, I believe it is. Jesus was teaching Luke chapter 12. Yes, and verse 15. Give it to us, please, quickly. Luke chapter 12 and verse 15. Everyone, please look up. It's projected. Here's what the Bible says. Jesus is teaching now. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of what? Covetousness. Greed. Greed. That's the word there. Greed. It says, For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of what? Things which he possesseth. That means the true value of your life and my life is not in cars, is not in houses. Are we together now? So you must bring yourself to a point where even though I'm trusting God for a car, a house, I'm trusting God for um, advanced certifications, I'm trusting God to go abroad, I'm trusting God to increase membership, I'm trusting God to have children, and so on and so forth. My life cannot be, and my sense of success cannot be defined by these things. You know why? Because these things vacillate. They go up and they go down. Praise the Lord. I was sharing, I think it was with our school of ministry students yesterday. And um, it started with the leaders during the leaders meeting. Um, I traveled to one of the states and my phone just fell into mud and water and was just gone, just gone completely. And while they were still deciding for me what other phone I would buy to replace that one, I decided to take the old phone. Remember that my old phone that you people hate so much that you've done your best to make sure I throw away? You know, I dusted the whole thing and I got it back in shape. And then when I went for the leaders meeting, I could see the body language, all the leaders, oh, not again. You could see apostle, you've left this, you know, and all of that. And um, I used the opportunity to start sharing with them a bit of what I'm sharing with you now. Imagine that I tied my sense of self-worth to a, an exceptional phone. I will now begin to tell myself things that I think you are thinking. Ah, that means apostle's finances is going down. This one that he replaced this phone, maybe he sold it all because he's broke, because he's looking for something. Now, remember, you are not thinking that. It is a make-believe that has come as a result of my tying myself worth to phones. There are people who cannot leave their homes until they borrow certain things and wear. There are people who cannot, because they have created perceptions there are men of God and women of God who cannot be themselves. More than half of their life is not them. It's a dangerous way to live. Listen very carefully. I show you a quick way to suicide. Tie your self-worth to things. And sooner or later you'll find out that you will need a knife, you will need a hoe, a cutlass, or a rope. 
to kill yourself because of disappointed expectations. There are people who have tied their self-worth to the quality and the wealth of the kinds of families they have come from. So they will deny their parents because your mother is somewhere, maybe roasting corn or selling something by the road. And the impression that you have given people is that you are an exceptional Harvard-type young man who most likely has spent a major part of his life abroad. And now they need to see your mother or your father. And based on your belief system, you think that looking at her and her state will will be a disadvantage to the perception you are proposing so you will call your mother your auntie say it's just one of our relatives that just came to stay with us it's, i mean even me i'm surprised now seeing her outside you think what i'm saying is silly except for the fact that it is true how many people will never be proud of even their homes where they live your family house yes i know that they use mud to build it but the mud is not inside your mind. But simply because you don't want, we have a slang that our generation calls, they call it falling your hand. Correct? How will I take these people in my department? My departmental people want to greet my parents. How will I now take them to a house that is smelling the, the humidity even inside the house? The carpet, I mean everything, there are roaches flying around. I don't want to be associated with that. Less. The person who wants to marry me, who has been perceiving that I'm a lady who was born inside an airplane, may now have to make up his mind and change his perception. Let me advise you and let me encourage you. I have a responsibility over you. Listen to me. If you tie yourself worth to anything outside you, get set for a shock in this life. Hallelujah. God forbid, but if any of my vehicles have break down and it's time for me to come for koinonia i would stop a bike outside quickly and say mr man please take me i'm late and and you know members can rob this they'll say my apostle the servant of the living god you know they they will rob it in and make you say bike stop stop let me just go back home tell them i'm not around if you need things to validate who you are you are in trouble because you will never have enough things. That's why we seek to change phones. Listen, let your motivation be a sincere desire to transit to a more effective version of yourself. Not that it is in the acquisition of these things. That's why we are disappointed. Now I bought the phone. Now I, I got the new hair. Now I got the clothes. I got the designers. I expected you to notice it and commend me and you ignored me. So frustration starts. Are we together now? Did you not notice my perfume? Have you not noticed that I've changed perfume? What is my business? I'm thinking about my own destiny somewhere. Did you not notice I changed a car? Did you not notice I moved to a house? Have you not noticed that levels have changed? I will never tie anything my self-worth to anything no matter how great they are i tell you the truth they are mundane things this teaching may not be popular but it's the way of peace it's not teaching you to be a mediocre it's giving you rest rest you've heard me say it again anything that is what's taking my life on 
I put it inside me. God. Holy Spirit. Quality information. Anything that is too big to enter inside me is not worth my attention. People's vehicles spoiled and they, they were too embarrassed to go to work. Why? Because they say, ah, Ogasi or your car spoiled. My self-worth and your self-worth must be a derivative of who you are in Christ and what he has done and what you now possess. So the first thing I'm advising you and listen to me, Koinonia, I have a responsibility over you and over those who are following. The mainstream mindset is to receive an applause because of things. You bought a new watch. How much is this watch? 300,000. Wow. You are wearing a 300,000 watch. That's somebody's salary for one year. Man, you are not a small man and you enjoy it foolishly. Not knowing that that watch can be stolen. It, it can spoil it can leave you. God can instruct you to sow it. Many things can happen around that watch. Why will you tie your self-worth? And then you find out that you are no longer with the watch. And then you are just looking. Someone may be noticing that I'm not wearing the watch. Uh, well, let me just explain. God asks me, to, who asks you? The, nobody is thinking about you. As they are looking at you, they are thinking about their problems. Ah, where will I call my mother now? Oh God, let someone send me 400 naira recharge card. And you are there in a make-believe of your own manufacture. Say, I reject bondage. Shout it, I reject bondage. Ah, you used to you used to wear a hair of ten thousand before. What happened? I noticed you have started wearing the one of one, one, five, and two. Is everything all right with your finance? What is your business? Does the one five oh not stay? Oh, please. I noticed you used to bab every two weeks, but in the last one week, I'm just a concerned brother. It's like a, you, it's that you don't have money. If you don't have money, use bab. Just, just clean it. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine for God's sake. Don't be under pressure and say, I must do this. I must be this. If you come to my house and meet me drinking Gary, I will only put it in a better cup if I honor you. But Gary, you must drink. I will not borrow money to buy minerals because of you. No. Listen to me. Be healed of this societal pressure. And let me tell all family people in Kononia, please hear me. Let nobody put pressure on you. Whether a minister, whether a leader, it should not be had in this ministry. That because anybody came to visit they put pressure on you, you must fry plantain, fry chips. If you have it, praise God. If you don't, even if you don't have anything, put cold water in the fridge and serve. Do not derive self-worth. Don't expect people to treat you unusually just because you bought a new car. Just because you bought a new house. Um, just to let you know that levels have changed. Um, I got a job with NMPC and for starters, they gave me 1.5. 
and uh, because of that i want to see apostle i don't have the time to join the queue can you please fast track the thing i have a seed and the seed is a sizable one what do you think i am that's why it's good for a man of god to be blessed because when you are blessed you are not looking at anybody's envelope and checking the size no no we no man after the flesh please listen very carefully say in the name of jesus my confidence and my self-worth will never be on external things it will be on who i am in christ and what jesus has done in my life so be proud of yourself and be proud of your level if it's only one shoe you have wear it every friday wear it every sunday let us see it as a testament so that the day god blesses you anybody who says it was a mistake you will not be the one to answer i'll say i was a witness i saw that one shoe for two years while he was walking the world are we together sisters don't let any brother come to you in the abundance of substance or things just to toy around with your mind and toy around with your life and say you know i'm this and that and that my father is a governor of which state what is your surname are the states in nigeria many that we don't know my father is a this my father is a king my mother is a this i'm a prince as you see i'm just a humble one no whether you are a prince or not that's not anybody's business people should honor you because of genuine character that you are a man of character that you are a woman of character is a nobler reason for honor than things. Number two. Ready? Koinonia <laughs> is great. Praise the Lord. You must conquer greed. Write it down. The one cancer behind the the restraint of god to bless many people greed 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 you know most people think rich people are the ones who are greedy i tell you this sincerely the reason why many poor people poor christians especially who have an advantage of the holy spirit if you have an advantage of the holy spirit and he's watching you poor there's something you are doing to him he is there as the advantage in your life. Greed. Many believers are greedy. It's shown in their givings. You started giving 10 naira as a student, as offering. And now you are director. You are giving 20 naira. Is that the measure of the lifting of God upon your life? No. Greed. Closely related to greed, please write. Selfishness. A selfish generation will never become an impactful generation. Please listen very carefully. Jesus Christ is speaking to us. A selfish generation will never become an impactful generation. What is selfishness? Look at this. Come, doctor selfishness and self-centeredness is when you desire something so bad 
you do not care what effect it creates on others selfishness is not desiring good things it is desiring good things to the point that you do not care what it does to others that means that i so want to get to this speaker i don't care if i match and i match and i put dr emeka i just want to reach there there are many of us who are like that many nigerians are like that and i'm cautioning you because it's a spirit everywhere it's like nobody cares about the effect of what they are they are wanting to rise causes for others i want to be a ceo i will kill anybody if possible to be that ceo me myself the language of our generation is what is in it for me once there is nothing in it for you it's not your business no it's not the language of great people great leaders great leaders are selfless people great people are selfless people the bible says looking up to jesus jesus did not come to the earth to pursue an agenda of himself please listen to me i've taught us that it is about us but not all about us when your life becomes all about you then you are in trouble this ministry was founded upon selflessness truly selflessness many of you as you are now god is helping you but you want to so grow and rise there is none of our children here that is going to school because of your school fees you are waiting till the day you become a millionaire some of them their school fees is two thousand three thousand ten thousand you are so engrossed you can package hundred thousand and bring let me lay hands on you to climb the ladder fast but a little child can come and hug you and say uncle i'm not going to school well, let me join am i your am I your, your father you see that selflessness selflessness the selfishness in our world is so terrible so terrible people will do anything and not mind they will they will hit your car on the road because they want to hurry up break your 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 what they call it your side mirror and just on you and say sorry as if that's the solution to it i'm in a hurry to wear how about many of us here you don't care if your siblings rise listen you are not called to carry everybody's load in your life but you are called to at least pay attention to the effect of what your rising is creating you can't ignore everybody and your whole world is about you ladies listen to me because you are the ones that are most hit with this mindset it is always about me my money is for me my everything is for me someone can give you two thousand naira recharge card as a seed you will flash him to call you so you will say thank you what do we call that greed and selfishness listen listen to me many of our parents today many of our parents respectfully speaking and with due honor to our elderly people here many of our parents this is what closed their door they were so willing to succeed that they kicked every destiny helper out 
And when they got to a place where they needed help, there was nobody to help them now. When they were in the civil service, some of them got to the echelon of their, their pursuit. They never raised anybody. All they were concerned about is me. I must sit down and eat. And now they've retired. No young person can come and say, Sir, in 1995, it was because of you I got a job. Today I've come with a seed to say thank you. Let me tell you, sincerely speaking, many of us here are young people, but let me tell you, if you are old and nobody sees the need to take care of you and to say thank you, it's a sign that you spent your life in selfishness and greed. Are we together? Last year during my birthday, the greatest gift that was given to me was a letter by my little children. They write me letters all the time. They write all kinds of things, but I love their letters and I read every one of it. They draw love, they write Jesus on it, they try to draw my face, they write, you have been a nice daddy, thank you. Those things mean a lot to me than chicken, than whatever it is. You eat those things and go to the toilet and it's all. But those things are a reflection. It's a sign that when you are old, those ones, they can come to you and say, make sure this person never cries, even in old age. You say, but it's not your father. He say he was better than my father. If nobody can remember you for good, it's a sign that you are digging the grave already, even while you are alive. Please hear me. Great people are not great because they are pursuing all they want. It's not all about you. Everything God gives you, people should rejoice with you because they know that by the grace of God and with all humility, even if it's the crumbs from the table, it will reach them. I look at us, please look at me. I can tell you why God has not answered your prayer of financial prosperity. He has discerned the extent of greed. That in your being blessed, nobody, nobody, Many of us are so greedy and selfish that anytime you are blessing somebody, they know that you are looking for something. Whether you are looking for a life partner or you are looking for a destiny helper or you are looking for, for something, it is not you to give. I think if I stop giving, it may affect me. I may even fall down and die. But you know, Apostle, we are not very blessed. It's you people that God has helped. That is the talk of a greedy person. If you can't give clothes, there is food. One day you can make up your mind to cook two pots of food and call somebody and say, I may not do much now, but I am breaking the spirit of greed. Please come and eat in my house. They come the next day and say, no, no, no. I was only training myself. Don't come every day. Don't be ashamed of saying it because human beings will always take you for granted. You do it once and pursue them and don't feel bad. Tell them, please, at training, when, when I get to that realm, you will come. But for now, come and eat. Are we together? Say in the name of Jesus, the spirit of greed, the spirit of selfishness, I curse it from my life. Many believers are like that. 
two women or two men can be talking i can be talking with dr emeka and in his presence i will bring out two thousand naira buy egg roll and minerals and hold it while we are talking and finish it and eat the egg roll and squeeze the leather and match it Papa. it's inhuman to live like that giving is living you must trust god for grace don't wait till you are a millionaire i'm telling you listen this these are belief systems that will make your life exceptional god will never trust a greedy and a selfish person when he sends a word to jacob is because jacob can let that word reach israel if god gives you money can god look at many people in koinonia today and say instead of blessing five people and giving them school fees i know they are coming but can i bless you and then they rejoice the angels rejoice and say these children have gone to school why because one person was blessed what does it take for god to give you a job what does it take for god to turn the economic tide in your life it takes more than studying business let me tell you it takes more than we've taught you a lot and you know that there are astute business people in this place we're not just men of god we're not daft people we're economically sound we're financially sound but i tell you this much more than just the value you give who you are is higher than what you do i had a conversation of recent with a very wealthy man such a rare privilege and i met him and i asked him one question i said sir let me ask you one question i said what kind of people will you be looking for at this level and he looked at me and smiled and said apostle you are very smart i said thank you sir my mind was just on the answer and he said should i tell you honestly he said yes and then he kept quiet and took a deep breath he said i will answer you in a story and then he told me a story and at the end of it he said let me test i already told you you're intelligent what kind of people do you think i'll be needing i said trustworthy people he said that's it the moral of the story he gave me was that he would pay any amount to have people who are selfless enough he said every storekeeper and every foreman he employed cheated him and 95 percent of them were christians recommended by pastors he sincerely told me that the non-believers who have handled that branch of his business have been more honest than even the people because of greed 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 let them know that the word is working so you steal everything you steal cement you steal everything and sell it and quietly cover it up do you not know that when truth was buried it came out of the grave hallelujah there are very very listen let me teach you this if you are a businessman here please more than value and productivity look for selfless people when you find selfless people you have not found cheap people 
you have found priceless people. Our generation is full of everybody who is looking for everything for myself. Let me quickly cash in on the moment while I have the time. Some of you looking at me now, as born again as you are, let me keep you in a room with plenty money scattered. If I count it, you will behave because it's counted. But let me just scatter it and leave you. You will first check whether there's a CCTV, look around and pray in tongues so that those outside would think there's prayer going on. And you just bend as if you are sweeping and carry one and put in your pocket. Who do you think is watching? God alone? Demons. Angels. The demons that will oppress you and you will shout in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Are you joking? Please, I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the grace to be selfless, may that grace come upon you. There are nurses that are not selfless. Is that not so? In your hospital. There are doctors that are not selfless. A woman comes, she wants to give birth, and they are acting and say, please, madam, if you will die, self, just die there. Whereas that woman has been trusting God for a child for 12 years. And you see the greed and the selflessness. Are you from my tribe? Are you from my place? Are you from here? No. Selflessness. I, these are the things I pray for for myself. These are the things that have brought blessings to my life. That you show God. I told you that the Lord told me, if you will let men see me, there is nothing I will not give you. There are many of you that desire anointing. Apostle, anoint me. And I look at you. It's not even God. Even me, I know. The things you will do if that anointing really comes. You will first run to your enemies and say you are finished. You don't know what I'm carrying. Just know it's over. And if you think I'm joking, you, you will die tomorrow. You, you will die on Thursday. By the time you kill people in a row in one week, you say, what? This grace is powerful. Even me, I didn't know it's this powerful. Listen to my message. Can God trust you? Go and listen to it. Please, media, let our family online and in diaspora listen to that message. Can God trust you? Powerful message. Many times, it is not just in the fasting and the prayer, as powerful as it is. It's positioning yourself. God, let me be your treasurer on earth. The last treasurer betrayed you. Here is a faithful one. And God is saying, can I trust you? Say, yes, trust me. God gives you 500,000. Your spirit is still sound. Your head is still sound. And he sees how you bless people. You say, you did this for me. Let me take it to another level. Whereas all your prayer from your small mind is, God, give me 5 million. Oh God, give me 5. 5 million will change my life. Based on what your mind told you. Whereas he's thinking of giving you gold as dust. And giving you the keys to the hearts of nations. Lord, give me the grace to prophesy. As soon as God gives you that grace, you just say, I found my stream of income. I'm not wasting my time for anything again. I will never prophesy free. I it didn't, it was not, I got the anointing at a cost. And God says, You see your heart? You were there fasting. I warned you. And now that you have the anointing, and because it is valuable, people will now begin to pay. 100,000 per prophecy. 
30,000 per prophecy. And the truth is that the grace will work. And while you are paying and paying, you are happy. You are building houses, collecting people's houses, collecting people's cars, and doing all of that. God is watching you. He's watching you because he knows one day you will exhaust that realm. So you will go back again and say, Lord, I'm here. He said, it's not me you are talking to. It's not me you are talking to. I gave you a grace. I saw what you did with that grace. Lord, give me the kind of apostle's grace. And he tests you. 20 missed calls by 1 a.m. You don't answer any one of them. The 21st one you call and say, let me tell you something. I'm a human being too. I sleep. I this. I that. I hate you. Don't do this to me again. The next time you do And God says, look at the grace you want. Listen. 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 Please look at me. Selflessness is an unusual virtue. That is the reason why not everybody has it. Why will you reward everybody when they have the same thing? Dr. Mike Murdoch says that our similarities create our comfort. It's our difference that creates our reward. Hallelujah. How far can you go for the sake of people? How far can you go for the sake of God? Some of you have vehicles. You've never carried anybody after service. Even if it's raining, you horn them and say you are going. And God is watching. And you already say, no God, I'm trusting you to give me one car that I saw on my way going somewhere. And God says, you think I'm stupid? There are some of you, even if it's on a bike or a bicycle, you will never help anybody. May God never give you anything that you will regret. Did you hear what I said? May God never give you anything that you will say, I feel pained that I gave this man this. Maybe I'll stop here. Let me just talk about it. The third trait you must embrace is humility. I have to talk about it. Our time is gone, but spare me two, three, five minutes. Humility. Humility. Please look at me. The Bible says, love not the world, nor the things that are in this world, he says, if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Then it categorizes the things we can love into three. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. Number three is called the pride of life. There are many people, please listen to me. You see, Ba, Africa, hear me. Now, I'm not just talking to Zaria. I'm not just talking to Nigeria. I'm talking to Africa. Listen to me. Because of our background, huh? and the way we have suffered and the way people have looked down on us and some of us because of our cultural context please listen to me there is that itch to be celebrated there is that itch that urge to be perceived as great and valuable are we together and there's nothing wrong with that we call it spotlight is the slang we have for it some of you i just mentioned spotlight you're already laughing i mean you just imagine yourself there's nothing wrong with that except for the fact that 
Pride is one thing that will make God fight a man. God will not fight a man because of sin. God will not fight a man even because of disobedience. But pride. It says that God gives, opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. One of the, one of the, one of the greatest justification for pride is wealth and achievement. Please listen. Wealth and achievement. Every time God warned people of pride, it had to do with wealth and achievement. Deuteronomy chapter 8. You don't have to turn there, just read. The Bible says, let it not be that when you have what? Built houses and done this, done this and that achievement that you will say, my power and the might of my hand has given me this. And then verse 18 says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he, it is he, leave the remaining statement, it is he, he is the focus. Humility is not refusing what God has done. Humility is not simplicity. Humility is acknowledging God as the basis of every achievement that you have. Outspokenly, in your body language and in your conversation. God, it is unto you. Apostle Joshua Selman. The great man changing people. Ah, a man can receive nothing, precious people, except it is given to him from God. It's very difficult for some of you to say this thing. Why? Because you feel if I say it, I'm taking away the spotlight from me. Pride. There are many people, there are many parents who would have been lifted, but pride pride they will not be good examples look at me let me tell you why some of you are finding it difficult to access the blessings of god to lift you you are not going to be a good model being blessed you are the best christian model at your current state if you rise higher than that especially financially you will kill people some of you if you rise financially your mother your father your siblings and everybody they will kneel down to greet you every morning simply because you paid rent simply because you paid this i failed in life and people i think i'm a failure but now that i've succeeded i will rub it on the face of everybody no that is the way of the world we are kingdom people can you be blessed and still remain humble can you be blessed and still stoop down to people's levels can you be blessed and not disturb people with noisy of your achievements? <laughs> just, to, just to meet you and say, ah, um, um, just to let you know, are you aware that I just came back from Lagos and uh, I flew in? You came. That's the most important thing. Whether you crawled, whether you drove, whether you flew, avoid some of those, those talks. I was in the plane and, ah, you know, I was, uh, I was, I don't know, have you ever sat down in a business class because I'm trying to explain something I don't know if you can understand. You see, let me tell you, this is why many great people are persecuted in the church because we don't know how to keep quiet. Success is already loud on itself. If you dare rub it in, members all and sundry will get back at you and they will find a reason to get back at you. 
let me tell you something it is difficult to criticize a humble man even if you are right humility paralyzes you you what will you now say are we together i'm saying this because we are in a very prophetic season where god is lifting many of us many people are not humble they are only broke by the time the blessings of the lord comes you will see the attitude the pungency of pride pride is one thing that is a destroyer even if you kill satan and all the demons proud people will still die There is nothing that gives me beauty and glory as the world shining the light on me then i hold the light and shine it i'm proud to be the usher shining it to say people thank god for joshua selman and everything that's why you notice every time people want to celebrate me for anything i become uncomfortable when i'm preaching i can be bold i can be this if i drop this mic now and you start saying well there is a man here that thing shade was doing you see that i felt like dying if I had my way, I would just send my picture to stand and represent me. But some of you, you like it. As joking as it is, some of you, as you are sitting here, ah, let my month come. If they give me this opportunity, I will first cut the cake and leave back the knife. Let them snap me alone before everybody comes. The urge, the urge, the urge to outshine. Huh? In, in, a, in a secular business way, that's alright. But in a kingdom way, the, the urge to want to just receive vain glory. Please, you must trust God to conquer it. Conquer it. Conquer it. It's one of the big restraints that many of us may face. You know, many times I pray for you. Sincerely, I do. And I ask the Lord, I say, Lord, continue to bless and lift my people. I'm a, among the many things I get impressions of in my spirit is their tendencies. God doesn't directly say pride. Tendencies. Vulnerabilities. Things that can happen that you are not aware of. If you ever think money does not have power, think again. Did you hear what I said? Think again. Money has power. Put money in a ring with any boxer, it will beat him out before he enters. Money is powerful. Anything that can turn a man around without using sword is powerful. Anything that can relocate a man without advice is powerful. Money is powerful. But when it begins to come, with it, it will solve other problems and create others. Hallelujah. Can you let Jesus be seen in your life? Can you be lifted? That 10 million naira just entered your account and you still come for koinonia and just sit down. Not to say, if you push me, if you push me, if you push me, please, I don't have time for thieves now. What happened? God has blessed me. You're laughing. But these are the things that are enshrined in our hearts. So that they will know I'm a big man. So that they will know I'm rich. Well, for your information, that Jeep you are seeing is my car. For your information, just to let you know that uh, I'll be in UK on Tuesday. Quickly touch the US Thursday and I'll try to make coin on you. I'm still coming. God is watching all those things. 
it's not a testimony you are sharing there are many things that are not testimonies testimonies the goal of testimonies is edification not announcement edification so the part you stress in a testimony is the edification truly let me tell you something i vowed a vow to god and i say lord whatever you will give me that will make me proud i'm praying in advance no matter how i cry don't answer me don't answer me humility is a powerful thing can you have access and still be humble can you have increase and still stay humble are you hearing what i'm saying don't say we're like that in our family it means all of you need to hear this message it doesn't mean you are right just because everybody is like that We are like that. If we have it, we show it. If we don't have it, we don't show it. But it ought not to be so. Jesus is teaching. When you come into the kingdom, you don't come with the baggages of your belief. You drop it aside and adopt the value system of the kingdom. There is nothing as powerful as being blessed and being humble. Your life is a message in action. In action. And it's amazing that many people what you call wealth is not wealth it's just a test 1.5 and people are in trouble 1.5 entered my account i have 1.5 million oh well now it has gone back to 1.4 i use hundred thousand and while you are talking you may believe you are impressing everybody whereas scattered among you there are accounts that if you see you will not wake up again you will not wake up I'm telling you, it's not the you. There are some things you act like you are used to seeing. No, there are things you are not used to seeing. You will see things that you will not know what part of your body to react with, and yet people can have those things and be quiet. Moses had the ability to prophesy from morning till night. The grace of the prophetic was so much in him, yet Moses was quiet. Part of his spirit was taken out. They called elders who had followed him. 70 people received the spirit of Moses. Nobody could keep quiet. Ah, I thus said the Lord from morning till night. And Moses was watching them. Moses said, this thing that is making you make noise. Times 10 of it is what was in me. Yet I was quiet. Can you have so much and be quiet? Can you know so much and be quiet? There are people, if you know so much, when someone is talking once, it's wrong. Let me correct you, sorry. That's what I studied. No, no, that's my field. I won't keep quiet. It is powerful to know so much. There are times that I listen to people as they talk. And many times what they are saying doesn't make a lot of sense. Spiritually and even intellectually. I know a lot more than what they are saying. But I honor them because they have more results than me. I keep quiet and I just hear. You understand what I'm saying? I say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what the man is saying is, is, is quite honestly nonsense. And I just keep quiet and I listen. He say, ah. And sometimes they are, they are flattered. They are impressed because of the whole thing. Just listen and say, yes, sir. And keep quiet. Not, sir. With all due respect, I don't want to talk quiet. We're just keeping quiet. But, Sakai, this your thing is outdated. No. You lose many opportunities like that. In the name of Jesus, may this ministry 
even with the things that God is doing, bring people who are exceptionally blessed and humbled. That a time will come when people will pack cars that if you want to see it, you only come for koinonia and you will not even know who is who. People will just be rolling, rolling on the ground. It's after the grace. You will just see a tiny lady say, let me rush home. You think she's calling a bike man and she will enter a car that was your dream that you plan to buy in 30 years and you say that's the owner i said that's the owner that lady is a ceo of something he said was she not the one rolling up and down that's a message koinonia extended extended through your life don't brag around and move around making noise i have this i have that listen when you are under pressure to keep saying things it's a sign that you have complex yourself you must be healed be strengthened when god blesses you you cannot hide light we are going to pray our time is up but we must take two or three minutes to pray more than having things these are the things you must become and your life becomes exceptional lord take away my tendencies take away my vulnerabilities take away the things that can happen to me when i rise to certain levels I desire you to take me to certain levels of blessings. But Lord, I know that there are things that are enshrined within my heart that will, will limit your workings in my life. Is someone praying tonight? Lift your voice and pray. Tonight's teaching may be a hard teaching, but pray is a maker of great people. Pray. I owe everything to you, O oh God. All that I am and all that I will ever become, let it be unto you. Let the name of Jesus alone be glorified. Alone be glorified. When men see me, may they see you. May men not look at me and forget about you. May men not look at my results and ignore Jesus. That when men see my life, it will remind them of who God is. Is someone praying tonight? Hallelujah. The last prayer point because of our time. Please, I want you to pray this with all your heart. Pray and say, Lord, don't restrain your hand from me. I am trustworthy. You can trust me with the wealth of the kingdom. You can trust me with access. You can trust me with influence. I will not bring your name. I will not bring reproach to your name. Through the pungency of pride that will come out. I will let men know, no matter how you lift me, I will let men know that Jesus is the reason for who and what I am unashamedly consistently intentionally but lord do not withhold your hand of blessings in this season you are lifting men lift me do not withhold new wines from coming upon my life pray for yourself pray for koinonia let it please you oh god to trust me with everything you are pouring in this season wisdom grace lifting 
anointings, access, everything. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In one minute, please hold the hands of somebody close to you. We are going to pray for Koinonia as a ministry. Lord, as you lift us, you are giving us a voice across this nation. You are giving us a voice. Many of you have seen the mighty things that God is doing in and through this ministry. God has made our song a praise to the nations. And God has so exalted himself. I'd like you to pray. Pray and say, Lord, as you lift us, we declare that never will there come a time in this ministry where men will see your walkings and forget about Jesus. Lift your voice. You love this ministry. Pray. Pray online. Continue the lifting, oh God. Let the teachings continue to transform men. Let it enter the hands of people. We declare it's a vow and a covenant that Jesus and him alone will be glorified. As you announce us, as you lift us, as you honor us, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare. Pray for everyone connected to this ministry. Pray for every business. Pray for every career. Pray for every achievement and every achiever. Pray for every business person. Pray for every ministry connected to this ministry. Pray for our children. Father, we declare that in this season that you are announcing and lifting men, Jesus alone will be glorified. Hallelujah. I pray for you that the things that I share tonight will mean a lot to you. If it is lifting in the kingdom you truly desire, please, when these messages are uploaded, get them again and sit down. Don't say they are simple. These are the weightier matters of the kingdom. You settle down and listen and pray personally. This prayer point, you should go back to your secret place and develop it and cry and say, Lord, help me. I have defaulted in this area and that area. It may be why you're outstretched and you started, but something restrained your hand. Now I know it's not just demons. Let the heavens be open. Pour out increase. Pour out influence. I told God as far as my life is concerned, please don't have any fear blessing me. Don't have any restraint blessing me. Because for as long as I'm alive breathing, I will ensure that in and through my life, that Jesus is glorified. You must adopt that. You come from families that like to know who is doing what so that you earn respect. You must kill that spirit. Don't say I'm Yoruba. Don't say I'm Igbo. Don't say I'm South South. Don't say I'm Hausa. Don't say I'm Middle Belt. Throw away those things and say I'm a citizen of the kingdom and I must subscribe to the way that kingdom people behave. They say this is what you should do. But I say, this is Jesus teaching. They say, this is what you should do. But I say, this is the way. Father, I stand representing this ministry and representing the things that you are doing even in this nation and around the world. I know that in this season, you are truly looking for men you can trust. And Lord, you have put it in my heart as a burden to teach your people. 
the spiritual traits that we must inculcate that position us to be lifted in our places of work in ministry in business in career and even in destiny i have shared some of these truths with your people and i cry by the god of heaven that you will cause this word to be effectual in our hearts whatever it is that our lives have projected that have made you restrain your hand of blessing your hand of lifting your hand of honor we pray tonight by the mercies of the god of heaven let your hand be outstretched once again to lift to bless to anoint and to take us to realms unimagined in the name of jesus i pray specifically over the issue of finances we're in a season where so many people need the hand of god in this area i've told you it's a cost to chase money look for money it will distract you and take away useful time from your life i pray that any of these things that you have assumed in your heart that will make god to restrain his hand to bless you or bless your family by the message of the god of heaven may mercy be shown you this night in the name of jesus and i pray for you sincerely and truthfully may you step into blessings and into realms you never even imagined you will step into may you step into anointings may you step into access may you step into honor may you step into influence may you step into open doors in the name of jesus christ i declare may kings entreat your favor in the name of jesus that even the blessed will call you blessed the anointed will call you anointed in the name of jesus christ everything that represents shame and reproach in your life and in your family i stand right now in the name of jesus and i declare that it leaves your life like smoke before the wind whatever god has given you that is becoming a cause in your life right now i interject with the mercy of god and i pray that nothing god has given you will be to your heart nothing god has given you will be to the heart of those around you when god is finding people to lift in this season may he find you when god is finding people looking for people to honor may he find you in the name of jesus christ amen and amen give jesus praise we believe you are mightily blessed to connect with the ministry and get more from apostle joshua selman follow us on facebook and twitter at koinonia eni to stream koinonia live go to mixler.com forward slash koinonia and download the teachings on koinoniasermons.org for questions and inquiries call 0814-721-4444 or 0907 777